No country has ever prospered that failed to put its own interests first. We will no longer surrender this country or its people to the false song of globalism. New Right Network presents, right now, the featured podcast of New Right Network. Mobilizing, countering the left, energizing the right. New Right Network, home of the New Right Movement. Mary Freeman, New Right Network, Right Voice, Right Now. And right now I'm here with Carl Porfirio. I'm sorry. I am here with Carl Porfirio, who started out as a nurse and a realtor and became a veterans advocate and a children's book writer. Carl, would you please tell us a little more about yourself and how you got to be a veterans advocate and children's book writer? Uh, sure. Well, I'm a Gold Star Dad, which is um, a club you don't want to join or really want to be in. I guess it's just the way of the military bestowing the honor on you when you lose a child who, or I guess a spouse even, who has served in the military. Um, so I've just, since my son passed away, uh, as of nine years ago, I've been working diligently uh, to not let people forget about them or forget about any of our veterans because I feel our veterans are greatly overlooked. They're never given the honor or the respect, I believe, that they're, they're, that they're due. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so it's, it's, it's kind of become my cause. Every parent fears, you know, people will forget their child. Even in my own family, it's, it, it's hard, you know, going out the holidays. People don't want to talk about it. People don't want to feel bad. I don't want to make them feel bad, but it's always in my heart. It's always in my head. So, you know, I, I have to make sure that my son's always remembered. It's my job. Mm -hmm. So Now your son, your son is senior airman Trey Porfirio, who sustained an injury that destroyed his pancreas in uh, Afghanistan. And tell us a little more about that. Yeah, that's correct. So uh, he was in a combat outpost in the middle of nowhere, Afghanistan. Um, and an insurgent came into his camp. Um, actually, probably someone, you know, from the Afghan army who was either working for the Taliban or just, you know, and they were just out to, you know, kill any infidel, as they call them, that they could. And um, the coward shot my son in the back at point blank range three times in the back and it was um it was pretty bad and uh he lost his as a result of the wounds he lost his pancreas his spleen his gallbladder part of his stomach part of his intestines part of this section of his abdomen um and fortunately somebody rushed to his aid to stuff parts back in and bandage him up and fly him off to um, Bagram Air Force Base or Bagram and then he went on to Germany and then to the United States to Walter Reed. Walter Reed made medical history with your son correct? Yes they did. Can you go ahead and tell us about that? Yeah I think yeah he he, you know, unwittingly, not, not, not wantingly, made, made several doctors famous because my son was the first person to ever receive what's called an islet cell transplant 
uh, due to a trauma. So in other words, he was first, you know, not to a diseased pancreas or anything. Uh, Dr. Camillo Ricordi uh, from the University of Miami Medical School uh, developed a process which extracts the cells from the pancreas, delivers them into the liver, and the liver starts producing insulin. So here was my son with absolutely no pancreas, who should have been a brittle diabetic, was now his body was producing insulin. And he did not even, he did not have to take an insulin shot or metformin or, or anything. It was producing enough insulin to maintain his blood sugar. So, um, but he had had many, many surgeries. You know, there was, of course, other things. He had a colostomy, um, which was later reversed. Um, but, you know, he, it was, it was a total uphill battle. And he lived for one year and one week after his injuries. He sustained those injuries, yes, because yes. of the because of the medical uh, prowess of Walter Reed. They Correct? were very good. They they were very good. You know, um, I know. You know, they took very good care of him. The surgeons there took very good care of him. The doctors. Um, you know, I never thought. <laughs> I, you know, I, I just kept telling myself, they're not going to let him die. He, he's worth too much to them. They've got too much invested in him and many, many surgeries. Well, they sure but tried. They sure tried. And, mm -hmm. and um, it just seemed to me like every time he got 10 steps out of the hospital, he just would go downhill. You know, partly his fault. He never wanted to admit that he was broken, that he was damaged. Well, that's he, hard for a soldier to do. I yeah, he, yeah, and he was. That's, that's hard for a working was, man to do. My son was very athletic, yeah. very outgoing, uh, never stopped moving, never stopped bouncing a ball, kicking a ball, throwing a ball. Um, so he he wasn't a couch potato. So yeah. yeah, that was difficult for him because you know he was always on the go, always willing to do something, always willing to help somebody. Mm -hmm. So it was it was difficult. Yeah, you it was difficult for me watching him suffer that was the hardest part oh yeah yeah i can i can only imagine but yeah we've got uh you you wrote a children's book yes i did yeah as a result of all of this why don't you show us you show us your children's book well you have you know my son had a son who was eight months old when he passed away so he is as a matter of fact i just came from dinner with my grandson my wonderful grandson and um, he's just a great kid. And I just, I've moved many times just to be near him. And, you know, I get along well with his mother and his, his stepfather, who is, has actually adopted him now. Um, but, um, no, he's a good guy. He's, he's a military man also. He's a very good guy. Um, I'm sure my son would, have approved, would approve of him. And good. he's a good boy. But I, this, this, this book... I, I don't know how it just, it came to me. I, I'm not a writer by trade, but I said, um, you know, my daddy's heart is purple. I, you know, I have to explain to my grandson that his father had a purple heart. His father left this earth a hero, you know, because yeah. many children, you know, many children can't process why death. They can't process that a parent left them. Um, not not wanting to leave them you know and i had to explain to my grandson your daddy didn't want to leave you you know he he, he was he like the book says he had to go live with the angels so mm -hmm. um because you know it, it's a children's book and i didn't want to use the d word 
And, and you know, it just explains to children um, what a Purple Heart is. Uh, the General George Washington created the Purple Heart to give as a special award to people who serve their country. And it's to make children be aware and so they can be proud of their parents, you know, proud. And, you know, sometimes their parents serve and sometimes they don't die like my son did. Sometimes they're, they're, they're broken. They, they, they're paralyzed or they don't have legs or, or they lose their sight. They lose their hearing. They have traumatic brain injury, but through all of that, their, their children need to be proud of them, proud of their sacrifice and what they've done. And so you, you created this to just to help children deal. The, yeah. Basically. The, yes. You know, and it, it's my yeah. legacy. I'm not Dr. Seuss. So, um, you know, <laughs> do, you, I, do you intend to continue the book writing? I don't know. My, my other son I, said, dad, you, you're really good at this. You should do this. But it, it, you know, it's not that long of a book, but the publisher did a wonderful job. I, the, I, I love the cover. Let's see the inside I, I real quick. See it. Um, he did do a wonderful job. It's, uh, it's, you know, um, you know, there's oh, a look at that. Great. And then, uh, it's dedicated of course to my grandson. I don't know if you can see that. Um, who we always say, I love you and I love you more. And I said to my grandson, Landon, who I love infinity times a million. Said, I, love <laughs> yeah. you. I love you infinity. I love you more. So it's a thing we played since he could talk and it's just, you know, um, it's about a grandfather whose grandson sees a purple heart um, symbol on, you know, on the side of a car. As you see, you see a lot. You'll see combat yeah. veterans. You'll see, right? And so he sees it and he asks his grandfather, grandfather, what is that? And the grandfather says, oh, I'm so glad you asked. And, um, you know, it goes on. He just starts telling the story. Um, it's very nicely illustrated. Story. Very nicely illustrated. I was in shock. I, uh, I can't draw a stick man. <laughs> so I had, I had the publisher do it, but I described, you know, I had full freedom and yeah. I described every, you know, and there's General George Washington, you know, give, passing out Purple Heart medals. And, you know, I didn't know until I did remember, you know, that's George Washington's face in the middle of a Purple Heart. And, oh, you know, I didn't know, know that. that. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know that. And, and you know, I, and I brought the book to honor all of our branches, not this is my son, not just the Air Force, but all our veterans, all of our branches. Yeah, you know, so you're gonna have to have an updated one version with the sixth branch in it, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't know a new branch was coming, so and of course it includes a right. with my son that it's in his. Say, so put that put that picture up close. Okay. There we go. Can you see it? Yep, I see it. Okay. And, thank um, you. Thank you, and you know so. Um, and the last page is my favorite, which I have to share, which, um, and it was the first page that I approved. And, and you know, the, the hardest part I realize about a book is starting it and ending it. Right. You know, like right. Middle's easy. <laughs> middle's easy. It's the starting and the ending. And, and I love my ending where we, you know, I take them to the ice cream shop and, uh, and I was so proud of my ending where it says, um, he says, what do you have today? We, you know, I ask him if he'll have his usual. And he says, no, 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 I, I'm going to have what you have. And he, and, oh, I'm sorry, by the way, he calls me no, no, because that means grandpa in Italian. So I'm no, no. <laughs> so, awesome. Uh, I guess. And I say that in the book on the first page to make that clear because I go by no, no. So, um, you know, he says, I said, um, 
if you could see, there's two red, white, and blue rocket pops. So I said, um, he said, I'll have what you're having. Uh, no, no. So I ordered two red, white, and blue rocket pops. Rocket you know. pops. Rocket I pops. remember yeah. rocket pops. Right. And they're red, I white, and blue. Those. So I thought, you know, that would. That's yeah. perfect. Show our patriotism. Yes. And, you know. Um, That's that perfect. Now, I wanted to get some insights and opinions from from a from you as a gold star father our pre, our president has recently taken some actions that at least among democrats <laughs> isn't very popular and and they seem to i don't know support people such as al-Baghdadi and Soleimani and, and they've had a problem with that and it's ridiculous. so I want you to share some insights on it I want you to share some opinions on the matter as a gold star father who's lost a son to this type of person and I'm sure you know quite a few people who have lost limbs because of Soleimani's actions in, in the very least uh, absolutely what would if you, you say? If you ever go to Walter Reed, your life will be changed forever. You can't even imagine walking through a hospital and seeing, seeing these people, 18-year-old kids, as I would call kids, without, yeah, me limbs, too. without, without limbs, um, you know, in wheelchairs, you know, scarred for life, um, you know, the ones that are, you know, fortunate enough to make it. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's unbelievable. And, um, it's, you know, it's just the worst horror for these people and, and getting through, you know, and speaking to them and keeping a stiff upper lip, which was very difficult. That I had to be hard. I, I couldn't. I mean, it wasn't just about my son. I couldn't even walk through the hospital with, without losing it. It was just, yeah. it was just it, and, it's very, and, and it will, it would change. If people visited Walter Reed, it would change their life forever. And they would have a whole, new appreciation for their military it absolutely would but uh, as a matter of fact what you just asked i remember when osama bin Laden was killed which was way too late he should have been killed far earlier yeah. um in my opinion and and somebody called oh th th does this make you feel better does it? and i said why i said just because he's dead i said all of uh, al qaeda is not dead all of the taliban is not dead all terrorism isn't going to go away I said, someone's just going to take his place, like the men you just mentioned. I said, mm -hmm. there's always going to be terror in there to, to take their place. No, we, we don't back down. We don't back off. And I'm very proud of our president. Personally, I'm very proud of him. I was um, very depressed, you know, not just but losing my son, because there was times I questioned, um, was it all in vain? Was it all for nothing, you know, um, under the past administration that my son had to serve under and that was obama's administration correct yes i was trying to i know you don't you don't want to <laughs> say that name i'll say it for you <laughs> um, but um you know as a matter of fact some somebody you know asked me one day what what you know oh what can we do for your son you know he's in the hospital i said well i said the president should come down here and give him his purple heart you know uh president trump has done that for many men and women and uh i said you know the president should come down you know he steps away from walter reed he should come down um, but he never did. But anyway, um, uh, my son met George Bush, like within weeks before he passed away, he actually coined 
George Bush, and many of your viewers might know what coining is. Um, if you're familiar with coining, everybody has a coin in the military um, to their that's specific. A challenge to coin. Union. A challenge coin, absolutely. Gotcha. And my son had a challenge coin, and my son being the smart Alec <laughs> that he was, um, <laughs> when he met George Bush, former President George Bush, he coined him with his challenge coin. Not George Bush. My son coined the president, and uh, I, I have the picture and and the Secret Service's eyes staring at my son's hand. What is he putting into George Bush's hand? And it was his coin. And I said, what did he say, son? He said, he just laughed, you know, you know, cause he, he, he was the, you know, the, the commander in chief, he's supposed to be coining my son, but instead my son was coining him. So he right. thought, and he, he was a smart aleck, but, but all in all, also he was airman of the year, his second year in. He made Airman of the Year. I was so proud of him. So um, he must have did some things right because he was very good at what he did. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me. So um, as far as you know, your question about these others that Trump has eliminated. Eliminated. <laughs> directly eliminated. Um, I'm very proud. I'm very proud of that. If he eliminates that many more you know, he certainly doesn't need my permission. That's what I say. He certainly doesn't. He certainly doesn't need my permission. And he certainly doesn't need, in my opinion, Nancy Pelosi's or Chuck Schumer's or any of their permission. He's protecting our country. He's protecting our military. That's his job as the commander in chief, whether they want to accept it or not. Um, you know, they put up with Obama's uh, orders and, and uh, rules of engagement, which were horrible. Um, if people know anything about rules of engagement, um, you know, Obama told people like my son and all the other soldiers to play nice, nice with with the Afghan army, with the people over there, and they were murdered. Many, many, many were murdered, and you know, didn't get in the paper. Um, you know, the day my son was shot, you didn't see it in the newspaper. You didn't see it on the news. Um, of course not. You know, um, because it didn't it didn't fit Obama's narrative. Right. You know? And uh, you know, when someone you know, and the only reason they shot my son was because he was an infidel. That was the only reason. My son didn't fire at them. My son didn't uh, provoke them. He was in his own camp, in his own spot, in his own place. And he was shot in the back by a Muslim coward who ran away. You know, I mean, how much more cowardice can you get? I mean, we learned, I learned as a young child, you never shoot a man in the back. You know, right. I mean, that is a very cowardly act. A very, it's a very cowardly it's act. It's the wrong thing to do. Just really. Um, and um, why he survived that day, I've questioned many times. And many people said to me it was it was so he could see his son be born, which he did get to see his he did get to see his son be born and hold his son. And and and, and, and maybe that's true. I don't know. But um, how he survived three bullets and and all that he did survive even though it was a year i i don't know it just what did it, it gave walter reed a little more uh of a learning experience don't you think his case yes yes it did so and it will I, help other soldiers so we can take take heart in that yes, yes and he's um you know he's in the uh, new england journal of medicine um there was a story on him in the reader's digest in the 2010 reader's digest called saving trey um, there, you know, he, he, he was, when I went to visit him in Walter Reed, um, 
uh, he, I, I walked into the hospital and he was on the front cover of the Walter Reed newspaper. His picture was on the front cover of the newspaper. Oh, wow. And, um, and um, Jill Biden just happened to be, and Joe Biden just happened to be in the hospital at the time. And, and I, I saw her little entourage came in and I said to one of them, hey, um, take this to your boss, meaning Dr. Biden, and uh, show her that the soldier she met earlier today is this soldier on the cover of this newspaper. And they just kind of flippantly looked at me like, you know, but um, anyway, um, yeah, he, he, he made quite of uh, quite a ruckus, I guess, at Walter Reed with, and he wasn't used to that. He didn't want to, um, I actually talked him into it. Um, I would come home from the real estate office and there would be news vans parked in my driveway. And I would be oh, like, boy. what are you do? What are you doing here? And they said, Oh, well, we know, you have a phone call. Once we did, I we were I was on a um, call such as this with CNN and the doctors and and you know all and of course they asked for dad's input and you know things like that. But mm -hmm. um, you know I, I can never say anything against Walter Reed because I feel they did their very very best and the doctors did their very best and the nurses uh, you know to take care of my son. Yeah, yeah it gave him an extra year. Yeah, and I'm sure he wasn't an easy patient. Um, <laughs> what makes you say that? Because he was trying. He's he was son. <laughs> Yeah, they said, you know, your son's pretty stubborn. I said, yeah, I know. And he, <laughs> he uh, I would call him and he would say, Dad, if you're going to talk about my injuries, I'm going to hang up the phone. He just doesn't want to do it. To, he just wanted to pretend that everything was just all was well and and um, I went to see him. Uh, the last time I saw him was September 11th, of, of, which was a couple months before he passed. And um, I remember thinking he he'd has hit, he actually got his colostomy reversed. And I was so happy. I was thinking, oh, we're we're downhill from here. We're we're this is great. This is just you know we're on the road to normalcy. We're on the road to you know and but. I was wrong. He laid down at Thanksgiving and didn't get back up. So, um, you know, that's what happened. He just yeah. laid down and, and didn't wake back up. So, um, so he went easy anyway. Yeah, he, he did. He did. But you, have um, to, you, but, have to, you have to find as many of the, yeah, except he was alone. His, the, the people yeah. who were, were left him, they were getting ready to return to base, and uh, he went to visit. I was supposed to be with him, actually. I was supposed to. He had built a new house for his um, fiance and his baby. Um, 21 years old, he had a beautiful new house in, in Ohio where he was stationed. Um, I guess he, I, I guess he learned it from dad how to how to get a house. I don't know. I don't know how he did it at 21, <laughs> but he did. And. Um, we were all going to go. I was already in Tennessee. I was from Florida. I was already halfway there. And he said, don't come, Dad. He and his girl had had a falling out. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> and um, he said, don't come, Dad. It'll just be, you know, it'll just be. He took things out on me because, you know, I'm Dad. Oh, yeah. And um, he, he said, I'm just going to go with my friends to uh, uh, to Missouri um, to their families and I'm just going to ride along with them and go with them. And, uh, that's what he did and he never made it back. So, right. um, so you told me about salute 22. Yes. 
Um, my oldest son, my oldest son, Damien, who, who's not in the military, but of course, you know, he supports his brother and he supports the military. He is a, he's a filmmaker in uh, Branson, Missouri, and he's working on a film that he's writing called PTSD or Pray They Stand Down. And then he did a, which tied in, which it's to help recognize PTSD, the film, but it's, it's actually a story. It's going to be a whole story about it. And then the, the Salute 22 was in, in recognition of the 22 a day veterans that we lose to suicide and, you know, to bring attention to that. So he stood out in the cold on New Year's Day, saluting the flag uh, on the top of every hour for 22 minutes. He saluted the flag, at, you know, at the pole. And, um, you know, I was very proud of him for doing that. And, you know, he's... You know, and he, he's also working um, with another person who trains uh, the, you know, the service dogs for the military. And um, so the service dogs are going to be in his, his film. And, you know, he's, he's trying to bring awareness. People don't realize you can't just get a dog and train it and call it a service dog. These dogs right. are trained by professionals. It takes like 1,300 hours to train a service dog. And, and they cost $50,000, you know, um, once they're ready to go. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's, so he, he's trying to raise awareness of all of this and, and bring awareness about, so oh, I'm very proud of him for that, you know, um, that he's very military supportive as I am. And we, we just want our soldiers to know that they're loved, that they're appreciated. Uh, our veterans, past, present, future, um, you know, I met veterans on my trip I was just on. Um, my, my children all know to go and shake their hand and thank them for their service. And I, right now, I want to thank all of them for their service because, again, they're never thanked enough. Never thanked enough. And you can't thank them enough. Right. You know, freedom isn't free. You know, it sounds cliche. We hear it all the time. It isn't free, it's though. It's not it isn't free. free. My son paid with his life. And, and, and many paid with their limbs. And, and, and their minds and all sorts of things. It's not free, whether it's from Vietnam, from the civil war to, 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 you know, Korea to today, it's not free. And, you know, the people in this country, we, we have the most wonderful country in the world, the freest country in the world. And these kids just aren't taught where their freedom comes from. Yeah. You know, I was hoping the book would help children do that. But again, I'm not Dr. Seuss, so I have to get the word out there, uh, yeah. you know, to all my military supportive friends and veterans. And it is selling and it's, people are getting it. And um, it's in, I it just went into a children's museum in Knoxville, Tennessee. I was very proud to just. Oh, uh, wow. That's great. That. And it's in the library here in, in my town. And, um, you know, so. Uh, That's fantastic. It's, it's to help raise awareness as well. Yeah. You know, I, I'm definitely not going to get rich and famous and, or, nor is my attention, but, um, children, if, if a million people know my son's name before I die, I can die a happy man, I guess I would say, mm. you know, if they know what he did. Carl Porfirio and his son, senior airman Trey Porfirio. Thank you for joining me. How do people get a hold of you if they want to talk to you? Let them know. Um, they can follow me on Twitter. I'm Gold Star Dad on Twitter. 
um, which I was so surprised I got that that name because I know there's other Gold Star parents, but I'm Gold Star Dad. Um, it's at Twitter. Uh, like I said, I'm carl.porfirio at gmail.com. Anybody is welcome to email me. I even put my email in the back of the book so they can email me. I, I you know, I have to say I got off, you know, I was on a cruise a week ago and, and we honored the veterans on the cruise. There's, there's a section where they honor it's Norwegian cruise lines. And I'm not give them a plug because they honor the veterans. And so, so does the other cruises they do as well that I've been on. But, um, uh, I, I, I kind of lost my train of thought, but the, uh, I, I came home off the cruise. And the first thing I saw on my Twitter was a woman who sent a picture of my book and said, just so you know, I really did get your book and I love it. And I mean, mm you know, what a better reception it was than that to, to step off the ship and, you know, step back on American soil. And the first thing I saw was somebody honoring my book and, and saying wonderful great. things about it. So what an honor that was for me, a, a great honor that was for me. Yeah. Carl Porfirio, he is on the Right Now podcast, New Right Network, Right Voice Right Now. I'm Mary Freeman. Follow me at freeman underscore mary one follow new right network at new right network join us again sometime you've been listening to new right network mobilizing countering energizing online at newrightnetwork.com.